0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello.
1: Today on The Email Marketing Show, we're talking about how to create an email marketing strategy plan.
0: Now, before we dig into this, we've got something that we would love to give you for free because we know that you want to make more sales from every email that you send. But that needs you to get people to click on the links in your emails to go and look at your offers and register for stuff and buy things. And so we've put together a download called Click Tricks with 12 really creative ways to get more clicks from every email that you send from the next email you send. In fact, it's yours totally free as a listener today. All you have to do is go to email marketingheroes.com forward slash tricks and you can download it there.
1: He bought a brand-new car for eight whole days. It's comedy hypnotist Robert
0: Temple. And he won the Savviest Marketer Award, its psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Robin Kennedy can get your head. OK, eight days with a brand-new Mercedes. What happened? I was very excited. It arrived, nine months waiting for it to be built, drove driving up the motorway to go and get my hair done, and it broke down. Oh. So it got recovered. I cancelled my hair appointment, managed to get it in later that afternoon and uh, got it recovered to a Mercedes garage where it's currently being looked at and hopefully I should get it back tomorrow.
1: Yeah, buy a car, they said. Buy a Mercedes, it's fancy, they said. Go electric, they said. I've had it for eight days, he said. Mm.
0: (laughs) However... On sunnier news, happier news, you were over in Orlando week before mm. last at mm. the mastermind that we're a member of, top one. Yeah, so we're a member of uh, Todd Brown's top one mastermind, which is probably one of the
1: most prestigious business masterminds in the world, uh, for, especially for marketing. It's, it's, it's the, basically the savviest uh, marketers in the game is the, is the whole thing of it, in the room with literally the most incredible people, the person who invented the video sales letter, um, the, the other members are people like um, people who are like the top people in the world at webinars and just just phenomenal businesses, people who teach people to build their copyright in business, like just incredible marketing minds. And at the end of the three days, everybody in the room, all those incredible seven and eight figure marketers vote on who's the savviest marketer in the room. And I I still can't believe it's true. Honestly, I think it's ridiculous. Um, They handed me the award, which is absolutely mad, isn't it? Brilliant, though. Very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, thank you for everybody who voted for me for that. That's very, very kind and very humbling. So, hello, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. Speak.
0: Sorry, didn't mean to stand on your I angels
1: would, there. Oh, it's, it was just that my choir in the wings, and we have pay them on a retainer. A stand there, I've got to, I've got to give them the little, little wiggle of my finger mm. like a
0: conductor. Speaking of more sales in less time, I just wanted to give a shout out to Sarah Martin. Um, She posted in our group the other day about a really cool thing. She added, she'd been dragging her heels on adding something that we teach, that we call the super signature reloaded. It's our version of the super signature idea that you put at the bottom of all of your emails to get more sales and to instantly turn every email that you send into a sales opportunity, even if you don't directly sell in the email you've just written and sent. So she'd been dragging her heels on adding this to her emails for a while and she did it a few weeks ago. And within minutes, of sending out the first email that included this, she made a $224 sale within minutes just following the training. So it's called Super Signature Reloaded Inside the League. It's like a subsidiary battle plan thing. And she just followed it through, added it. It's probably like, I mean, she didn't specify this, but like it's less than half an hour of work. Like you just have to like write some a few sentences and put them at the bottom the bottom of every email you send by default in your template. Sent it out within minutes, a $224 sale that came from the Super Signature, not the actual email itself. So good.
1: Well done. Great work, great work, Sarah. Uh, keep cracking on with that sort of stuff. So I want to talk about how do you actually come up with a, an email marketing strategy plan? Like if you just, here's, here's a really good way to waste some time on your email marketing. We're always looking for ways to speed up how much time we take on email marketing, even though for many of us, especially if, you, if you've been doing it and committing to it and learning and putting the right processes in place, email marketing is the highest earning sales thing that happens in your business but we still want to spend less time doing it because it wouldn't spend less time and it makes more money it means we can do other stuff that we enjoy even more because we've got everything else in our business to do so what we want to do is make sure we don't just sit down and go right what am I going to write an email about or what am I going to do a thing about if you do that you're going to spend a lot of time doing the thinking and you want to actually make sure in your brain and in your time you separate thinking time from doing time. You use very different types of thinking, very different skills, and different parts of your brain in the physiological sense from when you're planning and thinking strategically to when you're in doing mode. So if you're going to wing it, if you're like, well, it's OK, I know what my offers are going to be. I'm going to just sort of wing it. I think I'm quite good at that. You might be really good at that. You might be a really good person at being impromptu and improvising and being a person who can be flexible and and work at pace. But you are definitely slowing your ability down by winging it, right? The really important thing with your email marketing is it is part of the marketing mix, if you want to use an old-fashioned term, right? It's part of the marketing roster of things that you are doing. And some of that might be speaking on podcasts. Some of it might be being interviewed or or talking to a group or doing your social media thing or whatever it is that you're doing, your ads, whatever. Email marketing has to be one pillar of that, which means your email marketing should be directing people to the same one thing that you are promoting across all of your channels. Right, And the way that you make this happen is by the way we make it happen. We advise everybody do this. We do this in with our mastermind level members, uh, which we call level up in our business. We, co- we we have a quarterly promotion planning meeting. And that's a meeting, whether it's on your own, where you just go, this is my quarterly promotion time. You're gonna just sit, maybe go to a different place, maybe just to a different desk or a different area of the house. Or if you can go out, out and about and sit there and just plan that meeting if you've got a small team or a VA or whatever it is you're doing in terms of who who you've got around you get those people together and for us that means you want to be whoever and these all might be you and that's great if you've got a small team or a VA it might be them you want to have together the person who runs your operational stuff that might be you or it might be your team. You want the person who's doing your social media. You want the person who's involved in your customer support, the person who puts your products together, your tech person. You want all those people to be in that meeting. And some of those people might be shared roles, some of them might be individual roles, however that looks. As long as those skills are in the room, whether it's one person or 45,000 people, you want them in that room, preferably not 45,000 people. That would be ridiculous. And the point is, you're now going to plan the promotions that you're going to be promoting across all channels in that next quarter,
0: So the way that we do this is we literally open our calendar. We use Asana actually, the project management tool, which has a calendar view, like lots of these do. Monday.com probably does and ClickUp and all the others. You can open it up in like a calendar view, but if if you can't with yours or you don't have one, then just open up like Google Calendar or Outlook Calendar or whatever. And basically look at that next quarter, And the first thing you want to do actually is just to mark out anything that you absolutely can or cannot do. So I definitely can't do that because I'm going to be away that time or I've got to go for that meeting or I've got to, like if there's something big going on in your life and you just know you can't do anything in in that particular period of time, then just mark that off and that's fine. Uh, Equally, anything you know you're definitely going to do, like, you know, if you're you're planning around the November, so Q4, you know there's going to be a Black Friday and maybe if you do Black Friday every year, you're definitely going to do that. So you want to put that in first. Once you've done the stuff that you definitely can or can't, you definitely will, or definitely can't do now what we're going to do is we want to look to plan promotions for three different types of people we want to plan promotions that are going to be sent to the people who've not bought your core offer yet so for example in our business our like core offer is the league so we would plan promotions that are going to be sent to people who have not yet joined the league now a lot of the time those promotions are going to be promotions that ultimately get those people into the league that's fine um or they might be something else if we're going to do like an off the wall promotion or a splinter or something that's a bit different uh, and sidestep the league slightly it might be that but it's Promotions that are going to be sent to people who are going to, um, who who we haven't yet got to join the league. We're going to also do promotions for people who are sort of past members of the thing. So they have bought it and they've since either left or if it was a one-off thing, uh, they've bought it and they're not going to buy it again. So now you need to sell them something different, like an upsell, you need to ascend them somehow. And then the third group of customers is people who are currently customers of that thing. So currently, if you're a member of the league, we don't promote the league to you, but we do want to sell you other stuff because we've got other stuff that can help you. And obviously that increases our business profits. Like the goal of this is not to get somebody to become a customer once. Nobody becomes rich by selling a $27 thing once to one person. So you do need to sell more stuff. And so uh, those three groups of people, people who haven't bought your core offer, people who have bought your core offer, and people who did buy your core offer but are now considered past members or, you know, again, if it's a one-off thing, that's everybody, isn't it? So you want to sell to those different people slightly differently. And the way that we do it is we then sit down and say, right, we now, this comes down to a combination of bandwidth and interest, actually. Um, we tend to do one big promotion something like every six to eight weeks. It's probably more like every six weeks, realistically. But every six to eight weeks, we'll do some sort of campaign, some sort of promotion. And typically what we do is we look and and decide what could we sell to that group of people that would be relevant, timely, interesting, deliverable, uh, you know, would work, would be of of interest to them and to us, because this has to be fun for us as well, otherwise it's pointless. Um, And so what we look to do is to figure that out and then figure out what promotion type do we want to do? How are we going to do it? Would this work with a challenge or a webinar or a summit or... Um, like a flash sale, what are we actually going to do in order to make that promotion happen? And of course, we have all the promotions that we need on hand when we need them inside the league. We, just like league members, uh, just log into the league members area, literally, uh, because it's the fastest way for us to get to them, and go and find a campaign document, and then make a copy of it and then delete all of the introduction and the stuff around it that isn't just campaign and then go through and rewrite the campaigns in exactly the same way that we teach league members to do it uh, because that's why those campaigns exist those campaigns were first documented or we first started documenting those campaigns not to sell but to be able to use them quickly in our own businesses right Exactly. So
1: that's what we're going to do. And the thing is, what we want to do is make sure that we don't start with what am I going to email about today? If you're asking that question, then we're doing things the wrong way around. Because the email, like your social media, like everything else, needs to inform the purpose of the promotion you're currently doing. And between those promotions, and like Rob said, we're only, promoting, doing a, we're only grabbing a new campaign from the league to, to run to our list every six to eight weeks. We're not doing a new one every week. We've got members of the league who are running one only once every quarter, once every three months. That's totally fine. The point is that they are there for you to grab and use really efficiently. If you didn't have them just to grab, you might take a month or two to write them. So you could only run one every quarter. But the fact you've got them to use so quickly, you might think, oh, well, I should run them them more often. You don't have to. You've just got an advantage where you've created some more spare time for yourself. So, what we're going to do is in this promotion planning meeting that we do every quarter, about six weeks before the end of the existing quarter, right? We do six weeks before the end of this quarter for the next quarter. And we, uh, we we sit down with those members of the team and we look at what are we going to promote? And we're going to start with what we are going to promote. We're going to say, okay, what are we going to promote to our non-league customers, the people who have not become our core offer customers yet, what can we promote to league customers, so our core offer customers, and what are we going to promote to people who have been past customers? We decide on the promotions first, right? We grab those first, and we lock them in. This is when we're going to have that thing on sale. And then... Oh, and by the way, it doesn't just include paid things. It's really important, I want to say that. It doesn't inc- just include free uh, paid things. It can include free things as well. So it might be that we're talking about our annual event inbox, which happens each June. We might be talking about promoting that. We might be talking about a, a talk we might be giving or a, a class we're going to teach or a free event that's happening. We might be talking about a free thing as well. So it can include free and uh, paid things. From that point where we go, okay, on the 2nd of February we're going to be we're going to start a 3-day promotion for this thing we're now going to reverse engineer the email promotions to make that happen we're going to start with what we're promoting and reverse engineer not go oh and it's an email about something I'll email about it and then figure out what I'm going to promote no because now you're putting yourself at a disadvantage for what should I put in the email right you want to make sure emailing is easy so if we know we're going to be promoting our I don't know, a course about list building, just making a thing up, right? But if we're promoting a thing about list building, we know that we're going to be promoting it from the 2nd of of February. So that means we probably want to have like, if it's going to be like a $1,000 course or something, we probably want to have a couple of weeks lead up to that. And within that, we're going to plan out all the pieces of content, all of it. We're going to say, cool, we're going to start a teaser campaign three weeks beforehand on our at Robin Kennedy Instagram. We're gonna start dropping hints about it in the emails, in our Facebook group, the email marketing show community. We're gonna start dropping hints about that. And then, Two weeks beforehand, so T minus 14 days, we're gonna start emailing saying, hey, this thing, we're gonna announce it tomorrow. But how, and then we're gonna plan out the promotion. Well, actually we're gonna do a first 24 hour bonus. So people who buy within the first 24 hours, because it's two weeks ahead, we know that it's gonna need some excitement to get people to buy now because they've got two weeks to do it, it needs some urgency. So first 24 hours is gonna be an additional bonus for people to get if if they join at this point. And we're gonna plan out each part of the campaign so that now, The emails are aligned to promoting towards the campaign, towards the the cart opening or the thing becoming on sale, but also the stuff that's going on our Facebook group is also reflecting that. We've got posts about the first 24 hour bonus or the, the new speaker that's just been announced for the event or whatever it's gonna be. It's gonna happen in email on day 12 and on the in the Facebook group on day 12 if you want it to be like that. So we've gotta reverse engineer we're gonna reverse engineer every single bit of it so that the social media and the email and the sales pages are all aligned. And that means all of the content on all of your channels is aligned and pointing in the same direction. Direction for the same promotion, which basically means you get the biggest impact that you can possibly get for that promotion because you haven't got an email talking about ABC course over there and then your social media is talking about XYZ program over there. That's crazy. Why don't you do what we call surround the market? That's what we call it, isn't it, Robbie? We say, how do we surround the market? So that every single person in our audience cannot miss it. How many times and how frustrating is it when you just launched a thing and you closed it down and you just, oh, and somebody says to you, oh, I wish I knew you were doing that. You go, mate, I was emailing you four times a minute and I put 32,000 posts and I did Twitter and I was dancing like a crazy lunatic on TikTok talking about it. How did you miss it? People still miss it when you do that. So you want to minimize the chances of them missing it by making sure you surround it. They want to feel like it is absolutely
0: everywhere. Now, what this what this approach does to this quarterly planning thing is it gives you a lot of confidence and a lot of concrete knowledge of exactly what's coming in the next quarter. And what that does is it means that you're never second guessing yourself or worrying about what to do, or in reality, wondering whether you've got a chance of hitting your goals this quarter and this year. Because ultimately, all of this is predicated by deciding in advance, this year, I want to make hundred thousand dollars online. I want to turn over a million dollars online. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's all predicated by deciding what your goals are, and you can you can use the, what your goals are as part of your clue to decide what promotions you're going to do. So if we know that we want to sell. X number of new agency clients this year, because X clients at X price equals X goal, then we can decide, great, in that case, we need to do promotions for the agency. Where are we gonna make that happen? Where are they gonna happen to? When are we gonna offer it to league members? When are we gonna offer it to non-league members? When are we gonna offer it to former league members? We put all those things in a plan. And again, it's all based on knowing not just what products we're gonna promote and when, but actually why. How many of those products do we need to sell at those prices to hit that price point and to hit that goal? Because that's where everything comes back to. We did another episode that I think really help you with this uh, back ages ago it was the 27th episode we did if you go to wow. email marketingheroes.com forward slash afternoon you'll be able to go and check that out as well listen to how we plan out 90 days worth of content in an afternoon I think you'll find that really helpful in conjunction with this one
1: Yeah, so go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash afternoon to go and listen to that episode. Of course, if you want those campaigns to go and launch in your business as a league member, you've already got them to use the same process that we go through to grab and speed up that element of this whole thing because it may as well take you less time. If you're not already a league member and you're wondering what it's all about and you want to go and check out the details, go check out uh, theleaguemembership.com theleaguemembership.com see all the details about all the campaigns all the training and the personal coaching that you get from Rob and I twice every single month where we direct and uh, and, and and help you and nurture your email marketing in your particular business that's at theleaguemembership.com now it's time for this week's subject, subject line, line of
0: the week, week. subject line of, of the, the week, week. oh what'll it be this one is why this email is late. And this was because literally the email was being sent really late, like, I don't know, maybe 20 to midnight or something, which is obviously only just within the scope of today um, when uh, with our daily emails. And uh, the the basically the story in the email was about how my day had all gone off plan and gone completely to pot, and therefore the email was late. But I quite like the sort of um, almost... Uh, guilty admission wrapped in like what might be yeah. an excuse sort of why this email's late it sort of gives you that eggy feeling of having to hand your homework in late at school and like explain why it's late you know me dog ate me ketchup or whatever and so like i think that um that there's you just, i just think it's got a, a an interesting sound to it and it had a, a high click-through rate so that's why it's this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week
1: thanks for listening to the whole show this week we really appreciate it and thank you for everybody who's been leaving the lovely reviews on Apple Podcasts about the show we'd love to read your review so do grab your phone, go over to Apple Podcasts find the email marketing show leave us a review, five stars let us know what you think of the show and we'll even read it out on a future episode thanks again, if you haven't already by the way by the way, before you go and hit that stop button Have you hit subscribe to your podcast player yet? Because next week we've got another great show for you and we don't want you to risk missing that episode. It'll automatically download to your podcast player. Hit subscribe on your podcast player and we'll see you again next week. That's it.